Dead Air Records coming live to you again this week from the Bronx. They're still out here. I don't have much of an intro for this one, but we've got another hit disciple for you this week. And it's kind of a two-in-one. We talk Crazy by Patsy Cline and Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. I thought it would be kind of cute to compare and contrast the two. So stick around, see what you think of it. They're two really good songs. And at the end, we kind of float the idea of setting up some kind of way to actually support this podcast. I haven't really figured out what that would be yet, but it's just something to think about if you enjoy listening to it. And in the meantime, you can always still leave us an iTunes rating. It really helps. Leave us a review on iTunes and send us a message on Instagram at Dead Air Records or deadairrecords at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your ideas for the show, what you think of the episode, if we got chords wrong, if we got some notes wrong, we want to hear from you. I'm keeping it short and sweet with the sirens in the background out here in the Bronx. Enjoy the episode. Bye, everybody. Welcome back to Dead Air Records. Um, Such a soft-handed entry. <laughs> I feel like most Should people... we say our names? I always wonder about no. it. I was talking to somebody who listened in Minnesota, and they said they wish we would say our names. Sounds like a cop. <laughs> I told them that we... I told them that the anonymous started because we shit-talked a bunch of people that we are vaguely frightened by, and we didn't want to <laughs> come out as... Uh, we didn't want to be identified. In that way, in that light, I want to say my name. So I that just everybody spilled knows. beer all over me. My sheet <laughs> music. music. Oh, my no, my paper. score. <laughs> my staff paper. In that light, you do want to say your name? Um, no. Mm. <laughs> Very well. We'll um, still be anonymous. But um, I'm anonymous number two. Yeah, and I'm anonymous number one. And welcome back to oh, the Oh, you Dead finally admit it. Um, we are going to do a... Tr- I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a, a, a another new idea that I've had. Um, See, anonymous number one, he wakes me up deep in the middle of the night, and he says, "I have a new idea for podcasting. Come, come in." I lure him with a carrot on a stick <laughs> into out here. Into um, into out here. We're going to. Do something we haven't done before, which is, I want to, you oh know how God, in school you, you do like the, they give you like two short stories and then you have to write a paper on, on how oh, they no. compare and contrast it. I don't want to write a paper. We're not going to write a paper, but we're going to do a similar thing in which we take two songs that have the same title and we are going to try to get to the root of what is similar and what is disparate about the two. Um... Which is an idea I had because I've always wanted to do this song by Patsy Cline, or actually I guess it was written by Willie Nelson, um, called Crazy, because I think it's a fucking banger. Um, and I mentioned it to somebody, and they were like, "Crazy, like the Gnarls Barkley song." And I was like, "Fuck, that's a really good song too." Um, and then I was trying to think, what do those two songs have in common other than they're just called Crazy, and what do they have that's different, and what makes them crazy or not crazy? So is this like a discussion on on the musical representation of the word crazy? Kind of, or okay. just like a like a. I, I kind of want to go through each song and kind of get the basics of it, and then I want to talk about 
crazy because there's there's it's one of those words that can mean like a billion things in english um like somebody's oh they're crazy or like somebody's clinically crazy or like no you're crazy for this one rick or like oh my god i'm so crazy in love Uh 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 uh-oh uh-oh oh no no yeah um but i mean my i feel like the hater, the haterade flowing through me, uh-huh. that constantly flows through me, wonders what... Because I remember in school doing a lot of comparing and contrasting and feeling like it was like a, th- a throwaway assignment sometimes, yeah. right? It's like when the... like. It's not that there's not good that can come from comparing and contrasting, but like I feel like what, is, what the point... What it like... With a clear point, it can be useful, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I mean, what what I is asked, this like, other than a throwaway assignment that we do <laughs> that we do out here? Oh, um, I'm, I'm down. But yeah, I want to, I wanna, like, listen to the music, kind of break down some of the big picture ideas, and then talk about, yeah, like how music can change the meaning of the word crazy and like how the lyrics surrounding it of course i want to talk about lyrics a lot in this episode too um but mostly it's just an excuse because i really fucking like both of these songs and i want to i want to talk about both of them at once because i'm a a greedy little thought (laughs) (laughs) he bangs the table without mercy yeah um what do you want to start with Narles Barkley or Patsy Cline? Let's do Patsy Cline. I don't think I'm as familiar with that one. All right. So this is Patsy Cline singing a Willie Nelson song. Um, 1962, I think, is the year of this one. And this is, I think we referenced this a little bit in the Jimmy Buffett episode as just like the quintessential what I think of like a a dockside bar to be playing at like 11 p.m. When like... Dockside bars. Yeah. uh, (laughs) This is, this is, I've been to numerous like truck stop diners and like shitty bars in new york at like 3 p.m when all of like the old drunks are sitting there that's playing this um so it's a weird kind of crazy let's let's give it a listen crazy I'm crazy for feeling so lonely I'm crazy Crazy for feeling so blue I knew you'd love me as long you wanted and then someday you'd leave me for somebody new worry why do I Crazy 
Or thinking that my love could hold you I'm crazy for trying And crazy for crying And I'm crazy for loving you Crazy for thinking that my love could hold you I'm crazy for trying And crazy for crying And I'm crazy for loving you Uh, you know the song? Yes. Yeah. But not not like very well. Yeah. I feel like I've heard it in a couple movies. Yeah. It's a good it's like a it's like a, a, a big old classic. Um so crazy. Um I've got some lyrics pulled up. What kind of crazy is this to you? Uh so I mean like first off, like I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I I wasn't really listening very closely to the words, honestly. Right. Um, like music wise, is it seems um, like wistful and nostalgic. Right. And like like I don't know, sad. <laughs> it's a little sad, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, this is the most the most observant point. This is an I don't know. I think it's an interesting use of the term crazy because it's not crazy crazy. It's using crazy in this like sweet way. It's like talking about somebody and wanting them back or something. Crazy feeling so lonely, I'm crazy feeling so blue. I knew you'd love me as long as you wanted and then you'd leave me for somebody new. Um it's like a it's like telling yourself you're you're crazy f- for wanting somebody back or telling yourself that you like deluded yourself that a relationship would work. But does the I mean, yes. Right? But is that really I mean, words change their meaning all the time, of course, like right. through time and from then to now, the word crazy has a bit more baggage to it. I feel like there's a longer discussion to be had nowadays about what it means to call something crazy right. than back then, right? Yeah. And and in this way, I feel like it's not really that evocative of the word crazy. And it could have been baby or, like, something A-E that, like... Like, I don't know if, like... Like, like I feel like the word crazy is... I I would have to know more. Can we listen? Can I look at the words? Because I don't yeah. I don't really have like. I'll much scoot to go. the computer around here. Oh baby, baby, um, I'm crazy for feeling so lonely, right? Um, but you're you're saying the music. The music very much does not support 
crazy as we know it <laughs> like today right right it's not some like schoenbergian like you know like right. freudian sense of like crazy meaning like lapse like no no um no pattern or like recognizable thing it's very much talking about crazy within this very velvety like like uh got that got that secondary dominant right. you um, want to break down a couple chords quickly yeah, and then sure. we can move into some more lyrics just to get it out of the way so we're in b flat four so e flat there's a two i love this sequence yeah wait stop really quick it's just like crazy, parallel chords down. Crazy for love in you. Yeah, it's like four, three, two, yeah. one. Da, four, da, da, three, two, do, do, de, do. And then there's a sweet trick. I've... I'm, I've nerded out about this song before, but I want to point out that the sequence is cut short in the intro. We get like a five resolution that we don't get later on. Let's do it one more time. Bum, bum, bum. Four, three, two, five. Crazy. One. So... We start out, we've got this really, also just a, such a pretty little intro. I love that shit. Um, sets up our little major descending sixths, right? Mm-hmm. E flat, and then... Like two seven. I feel like... It's like a, in two seven in first inversion. Kind of. Instead of four? Bum, bum. Four. Or one. Bum. You hear a two, six. I, f- I feel like the C is there. But two, maybe four, not. three? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a two, four, three. And then we get the little descending thing. Three, two, five. Is for him. Crazy. What are these fucking chords that are like? <laughs> Where are these? At the beginning. Do 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 do. <laughs> There's they a lot give of me weird great chromatic. anxiety. <laughs> like the guitar splat. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So we've got our intro, and then our words actually start, and we've got B flat, right? We're on B flat. Let's just map it out real quick. B flat. I'm crazy for feeling. Yeah, we're in 12 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. She is. She's like. Three groupings of two crazy for feeling so, so she does like mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, that is nice. There's like that syncopation thing going on in it. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy G7. C minor again. I'm crazy. Five. Crazy for feeling so boom, boom. I don't know. It was a weird little walk up, right? Hang on. Play again. Crazy for feeling. Sounds like a five of five. Doom, doom. Like a C, and it goes back down to B flat. One more time. Crazy for feeling so Really? Yeah, it's like a five of five that goes to one. Crazy for feeling They're so like C, C sharp, not C, but like a sharp, like a... I hear E, G, B flat at the end there. Is it a C sharp, though, or like a D flat? Crazy for feeling so weird <laughs> so Uh-oh. I mean I hear it like kind of like C sharpy right I feel like it's very much like attached to the yeah right not to get all stupid with the spelling and shit but I do feel like it's C C sharp <laughs> E and G yep right? yeah there's a lot of a lot of chromatics yeah I feel like is like one of the <laughs> if they we're just right away. if we're literally just talking about like crazy representations in music i feel like chromatic is a good place to start a, yeah as like stuff that's like winding its way through shit and like yeah there's just a lot it's not like taking over but it's like interwoven in amongst like the very kind of normal form of everything i feel like what what represents like that quote unquote crazy and i want to talk about like this word later more in more detail but like i feel like chromaticism is a system outside of tonality that mm-hmm. still works but offers no relief right mm-hmm. and it kind of can blend in and work with it sometimes but yeah. it also it's like like um like when like one list does like a big chromatic scale or whatever right like yeah. if if it were if it goes on long enough like you kind of forget what key you're in right and it's like of course it has a logic it's like just go to the next note and that's kind of like i feel like part of the anxiety of it is that there's no like if you just start hearing somebody going like <laughs> yeah because right. there's no there's no logic in the and tonality but there is an internal logic it's like putting like blinders on sort of yeah <laughs> it's, it's like, like a much simpler like going back to like an 8-bit logic yeah it's just like up 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 feelings and thoughts I can't express about chromaticism and like why it has the effect that it does on top of tonality. Yeah. But I don't know what those are. It's big. Let's hear the next verse. Crazy for feeling so Back to people. So what is that? Just like the first inversion G. Yeah. We speed up the harmony too, right? It's like 
two per bo do 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 so b flat da da g four three da da c minor do do five that's kind of our, our little refrain, which is kind of, it's like a cute little mini version of the verse, right? Oh, crazy for feeling so lonely. It's pretty. So blue. C minor. I knew you'd love me as so repeat of the verse. As you Back to F. You leave me for somebody new. I'm eventful. Yeah, very, oh. <laughs> very boring little second chorus there. And then I think they fuck with it here. For somebody new. Yo, do, do. B major? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Maybe. I thought it was just. New. I feel like it's like A major. Oh, do, do. It's like an augmented. Oh, do, si, da, 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 da. I think it goes, if I'm remembering it right, I think it ends. It's da da da, and then a B six three that goes to four, but that's just from me trying to remember it. You leave me for somebody new. And then we're in E flat, right? So it's like do we're on do, e flat, do, do, do 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 do. What is the bass line? Isn't it B flat, B natural, C, D? I don't think so. Hang on. Yeah. Are they not the lowest? Yo. Because the bass Sounds is playing like the same C, thing. B flat, B natural, C sharp, D, E flat. Maybe. Okay. So what would that be like? B flat, do, do. Another diminished chord. Do, do. So they're using that that diminished chord that they were using before. Right? Oh, that does make more sense. Going from the G, the seven of C minor, right, to the seven of D minor, to B flat, right, first inversion to E flat, right. So seven of C minor, do do, then like a B diminished, and then to a seven of D minor, so C sharp diminished. Da dum, and then they land on that. It's what a B six three, B flat six three. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. 
and then E flat. That one diminished chord again. Which one? Why do I? Why do I let myself? The the C sharp E G B flat. Why do I let let myself? And then back to B flat. I got you. B flat six four. Why do I let myself worry? B flat six three. I feel like it's like six. It feels Wondering. like a six four. I don't know. Never mind. What was that? Just this more chromatic bit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, bo do do dum, and then we wind up on this like C major, so five of five. So C major. Well, those chords are something. Hold on, go go back. Where is it? Oh. Like, what are they doing? Is it just like diminished stacks? Parallel diminished? Start on an A diminished, B flat diminished, B it diminished, and then C? I think that might be it. E flat. Why do I? That's definitely 5-5. Five, five. What in the world did I do? Five. Yep. Oh, crazy. Right. right. And then we're back to this. Then my love could hold you. I'm crazy. Our little sore sequence. There we get the one, and then two. Crazy for trying, crazy to the one. Trying. Remember how at the intro you said you got the five? I'm crazy for trying, and two. Isn't there something like diminished in that? That one where the one should be? I'm crazy for trying and crazy for crying. And You're right. It sounds like they hit the bass player hit a B flat and then that people came in on a B diminished. Because yeah. it kinda sounds like a five of two uh, five of two, right? Yeah. Crazy for trying. I'm crazy, crazy for, for trying. trying. Yeah. That's it. I think it's B natural in the bass. I'm crazy e flat for three D minor. And crazy for and I'm crazy for love. And then two five one. That's really pretty. So 
<laughs> my Casio keeps dying. Crazy for trying. I'm crazy for crying. I'm crazy for loving you. That's like the full, mm-hmm. <laughs> the full the sequence. Full cadence. Yeah. So we have a repeat of the verse, and then at the end of it, we've got this crazy E flat or trying D minor. The harmony speeds up again. Crazy C minor for trying. That's like a G four three. I'm crazy C minor for love. Five seven. Yeah. Gotcha. And then we have this weird fucking thing right at the end. And I'm crazy for loving you. Key change. Crazy. It's just what? F to B flat to F sharp, like seven Dominant to seven. B. Yeah. So. It's the most fucking Brahmsy and little like <laughs> age yeah. of all time. Loving you. Oh, so then this is just a repeat in just like a half step up Mm -hmm. crazy for and i'm crazy for loving b flat f sharp b for thinking that g sharp seven c sharp minor Four, three, three two, oh, there you go. two. Yep. So it's the same cadence. You, you. <laughs> it transposes back there. <laughs> Crazy for loving you. <laughs> Is that? Hang on, I just want to check really quick and see if that full sequence is in the first half or not. I feel like it's not. No, no, no. Sounds like home eighteen Homer Simpson. So that's weird. That big sequence of but that we hear like the first thing in the song. No, the first one goes to five there. Yeah, but what is like incomplete at the start of the song that sounds complete is only like revealed to be having been incomplete at the end of the song. Like that's weird. We don't get that whole sequence until like verse thing verse thing worry then back to the verse and we finally get that whole cadential like sequence it's all coming together <laughs> <laughs> and then we yeah, wait i just want to hear that one more time that's so pretty i think we got it yeah, yeah. 
Can we play it from the beginning? From the very beginning? Uh. This is our incomplete sequence. Four, three, two, five. Crazy. Five of two. 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 Right? Yep. And then this two again. Two. Five. Crazy for I want to diminish chord. So blue. And back to one. First inversion, five of two. Two, five. One. Back to the repeat. You'd love me two and five again. Everything's the same. Two. Yep. Hanging around two. Now we're going to do a sequence. Or nope. Five. Yeah, we don't get it until the very end. Five. Somebody. One. Now we have that weird five. C sharp diminished. B six three. Now. Worry. Four. Why should I let more than one diminished chord? Worry. One six four. Or six three maybe. Or six three. It goes through all uh, the five, five of five. five. What in the world did I do? Five. Crazy. And then this is our verse with the dope ass ending. That only has like half of the verse, right? Or like a quarter. Just. And now we get it, right? True. Seven of oh, two, Ooh. two, <laughs> five, five. Crazy Brahms shit. <laughs> B major, folks. Flat six <laughs> modulation. <laughs> <laughs> Real two. third symphony. <laughs> Patsy Klein and Willie Nelson. Two. And now we get the sequence again. E, D sharp minor, C sharp minor. G sharp major, C sharp minor, F sharp major. Alright. Alright. So that's the numbers to it. And I think I could get the words. Yeah. I've heard it enough time. It's uh, not many words. Worry, why do I let myself worry? What in the world did I do? Wondering, what in the world did I do? Crazy I mean, it's a beautiful song. For thinking that my love could hold you. <laughs> I'm crazy for trying, crazy for crying. I'm crazy for loving you. Uh, that was my rendition, I mean, is everybody. It, <laughs> is it fair to say that this song is um, self-deprecating? Yeah, or not necessarily. Like they're like, oh, I'm crazy for doing this. Why am I doing this? Like it's not a. It, it doesn't seem sane to the narr. We for for everybody. We know they're not there, crazy. We're we're talking about the the hypothetical narrator of the song, right? In in like a if you can imagine like if this song actually existed in real life somehow, like a fucking musical, <laughs> what the I'm angle so- of this song would be? Huh? <laughs> I'm just looking at fucking. Rap genius or whatever for this song, and it says according to Nelson, the song was originally called "Stupid." Dude, 
I can, but that's what I'm saying. Self-deprecating. Remember yeah. when I was? Remember when I said that you could replace the word with something else and it would work? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> would actually, honestly, it wouldn't have been such a beautiful song, but it would have probably evoked more of the of that kind of feeling, right? Stupid. <laughs> that's how I'm always gonna remember Major Six dropping down. Stupid. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. self-deprecating. It's like beating yourself up. Right, and I feel like stupid does that better than crazy, <laughs> but crazy makes it sound more pretty and kind of like loungy. Right. Right? And... Yeah, no, I mean, it's... it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like a joke we would have made about this song without having actually read it. Um, yeah, so crazy in this entails, like, f- foolish... Maybe. Right. Like, is that like a better word for the crazy is like, I'm foolish to have thought or naive or something. It's like a crazy is just like a simplistic way of putting it, which is kind of nice because, it, you know, it's like kind of like a Mad Libs for your emotional self. Like you can crazy means is such a wide, wide term. Yeah. Right. Like somebody could literally be, I mean, like we talk, we talk about like putting it in scenes of movies right Mm -hmm. imagine putting it in like the silence of the lambs (laughs) right or like (laughs) or like something with somebody eating somebody's face off with some fava beans right it can take on a different tone then (laughs) like but i'm just saying if you put it in like a different category of crazy yeah like it's it plays more like ironically than than like it's not like system of a down playing <laughs> or, <laughs> or disturbed right right um like it has a certain refinedness about it mm-hmm. that separates itself from like the true meaning of the word yeah where whereas um, down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, I, before we started this, I was tempted to throw in a couple more songs that don't necessarily call themselves crazy, but are much more crazy. This <laughs> thing like Paparazzi by Lady Gaga or something. <laughs> songs that don't self reference themselves as being crazy, that mm-hmm. clearly are. But I mean, the the if you kind of think of like all all of the main trigger words for pop songs like crazy or love or crazy in love yeah. or or like like that in itself is like an art to the narrative is using like to a popular song of use of like mix matching words that should belong in other places right yeah. like obviously the song becomes much more clear but le- much less poetic with the word stupid right like, or foolish or something or, yeah. naive <laughs> 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 the worst text setting to a word of all time no but really i mean like like there is a certain amount of like like um lyric like uh finesse that comes from finding like the right word that yeah. still fits the the music and like maybe a little bit of this like a darker kind of thing like it was a different time in the 60s right like stupid probably wouldn't have flown probably would have sound like she fucking hates me <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. yeah stupid <laughs> And the music, I, I feel like the music serves to back up this meaning of crazy, maybe more than we're giving it credit for. Like, she could be saying this, but I feel like if the music was 
different or literally the melody in itself was different um it would be a very different kind of feeling i don't know it's just it's it's this is a very coddling crazy that makes you know that everything's okay and that it's not that bad and that you're just sad or something right like this is if the music had like a different tone to it and was like a much weirder fucking song chances are we wouldn't be sitting here talking about like oh it's naive crazy (laughs) (laughs) um wait do you want to I kind of have this feeling like we should listen to Gnarls Barkley now just to like cover both and then kind of talk about both. Sure. Also, I'm pretty sure that song's pretty, pretty straightforward. I think we um, all know that pretty much that song. Yeah. Right? Let's, uh, so this is Gnarls Barkley, 2006. We're jumping ahead 40, 44 years. years in the future. <laughs> Into St. Elsewhere. When crazy <laughs> <laughs> has become a glue. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my. Almost. And when you're out there, without care, yeah, I was out of oh, time. But it wasn't because I didn't believe in love. I just knew too much. That song's so fucking good. Last part. Schubert. Switches it up. The order. Major seven on the three chord. It was like a weird anticipation tone on the one. Um, 
Five chords. This is a five chord song. Um, or a four chord song. Four chords are two different. Yeah. <laughs> one change. Um, so, yeah, what do we got? C minor, E flat, A flat, G. That's the whole verse. And it's the same exact progression for the chorus. Correct? The only well, there's, there's two different orders of it. Right. The only thing that's different. So I've got verse here. C minor, E flat, A flat, G. C minor, E flat again. Same order. A flat. Probably. Here's where it switches, right? It goes to A flat first. Yeah. So we get this C major. Every first half of a verse after the the first chorus goes C major, A flat, E flat, G. Mm-hmm. Instead of C minor, E flat, A flat, G. So really the first which verse... Really, yeah, which is very nice. I feel like there's not enough... It's such a calming... It can be such a calming modulation. Yeah. Um, and then because the verse repeats every time, we do this altered version with the C major in the beginning of it, and then we get the uh, the C minor again on the second repeat of each verse. Like the second half of each verse, I should say. Um and that's basically it. So we get verse, chorus, altered verse, first half, normal verse, second half, mm. chorus. Um, which is kind of cool. That's like our er song in this case, is like a verse, a chorus, and then half a verse. <laughs> that's a sick er song. Um, all right. Pretty simple song in terms of harmony. Um, I mean, yes and no. I feel like it's evocative of a much larger realm than it than it is, which yeah. is something like modulations have to offer as no matter how small i feel like it's that like like for example like one c major chord for the moment like implies all of c major and like like different harmonies that are associated with c major as well like that's part of the reason why uh, like we think of it as like brightening up or whatever with mm-hmm. major is that where like new keys are suddenly not like not present but accessible right <sighs> Do you hear that? Do you hear that one as I always heard that one as just like a total, um, what's it called? The, uh, the, the like Bachian ending of switching the major, the the, the minor, the the major. Pickerty third. Pickerty third. Thank you. Yeah. No, I've always heard of that one as like the poppiest use of a Pickerty third ever. (laughs) It's like probably. Yeah. Like with the sus before it too. Amen. Dude, it's another, it's another, uh, <laughs> Didn't the other crazy go B flat F sharp major? And this one goes <laughs> C A flat. <laughs> we have another thirds modulation moment. Oh uh, yeah. B flat, B flat in <laughs> that to G flat to B major. Yeah. But oh, what, if these, other... what if this song had done that? Well, but but here's the thing is that like the fir- the modulation in the first song is just like it's not really offering more 
possibilities in a moment, uh, other than just this one right here for this chord, right? And then it switches back. But you're like, talking about in Patsy Cline's crazy the modulation. Yeah, no. Yeah, obviously. I'm only worried that we're gonna modulate another half step. <laughs> right. That's all it really introduces into it. Um, which, on the context of a song that's pretty chromatic, is kind of cool, I suppose. But like, like, but with this song. It's not like a modulation. No. It's the same bass note. It's like the power of alts and like alternating things. Yeah. Like, and no, like I, changes was, I just and thought stuff. it was funny that we had the same progression in there. No, like the but, same but, but it, it is interesting because like one is so much more straight ahead. It like is so Germanic and it's like it's got to make sense. Right, it's like the Patsy Cline one being like, yeah, the and the, we do a Brahms the flat six to, a, to the to, to the sharp two or to the flat two, yeah, yeah, or the flat six to the flat or, two. Ba 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 da. Right, rather than just like, you know, rather than like having the two ideas of two different tonalities like floating around, right? right? Yeah, right. It's like. It's functional. Right. It's functional. Yeah. Right. It, Whereas it's like a means to an end. The Saint Elsewhere is like a color. It's like more impressionistic, I feel like. Uh, I mean, crazy. It, crazy. Narles Barkley. Yeah. Narles Barkley, yeah. Um, it, it, it's like uh, looking at the same chord from a different side or like the, the same, right? Different it's perspective. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a different perspective of the... Suddenly it could be like a very much like a major, but in a like... A, what mode would that be? I don't even fucking know. What is the um? Da, 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 da. Why do you think it doesn't go to E flat? Live life I wanna live, Because that's where it changes the order. We have C major instead of C minor, and then A flat instead of E flat. And that, in a song that has like so little like change. That one's just as weird to me, kind of. It's like da 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 da. Like that sounds fine. Yeah. E flat there. I don't totally. I want to know why. I want to live. I guess you get that money note of the the six above above your bass. Yeah, I think also like it. The E flat hasn't really been like landed on yet right i feel like the for like the a flat is always on the oh, like the two of the progression beforehand it's the second chord and it goes c minor then e flat then yeah a, a flat, flat and g, g right which yeah. kind of gives more emphasis to the c and a flat mm-hmm. right but if you it kind of gets like to be the landing chord that it's supposed to be if you put the a flat before it i feel like i mean just like I'm not sure if that's why they fucking did it, but I feel like it's it's a more logical progression that utilizes both like the surprise of like major one here, right, mm-hmm. and it still has a plagal cadence, which is another kind of deep kind of uh, cadence or like right, like it has a where's the plagal cadence? Four to one between A flat and E flat. Four to oh, you're talking about just between those yeah. two chords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Da 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 da. And I think that there's like definitely qualities of this song that that you can relate it to church music for sure. Like the chord progression, the the Picardy third sounds, right? Mm-hmm. The choir in the well, background. Well, you said you said like Schubert while we were listening to it, which I think is just because like, like literally in Deventerize it, right? Isn't like the first song? It's like uh, how does the fuck does the melody go to the first 
I wonder, it. I wonder if I have it on my computer. It's like C. It's in C minor, and it's like I don't fucking. Ta da! Da dee da da dee da da. So this is on C minor, but then it like I think like maybe a little bit more than halfway through, it just goes to C major, like yeah. Guta knocked by Schubert. Uh, now next one. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the endless repeats. But then she kind of pushes this more and goes like yeah. to D major and shit like that, right? Yeah. Like, but it's just like the, the C minor to C major in like a moment that you're expecting C minor because you've been repeating it. Hmm. Yeah. Um... Also, Schubertian just, I feel, I, I was going to describe this song as, like, I feel like more so than a lot of songs, it is, like, one of, like, the prettiest, like, leader, like, modern leader songs as just, like, super simple, melodies just super good. And just, like, enough kind of intrigue in the chords to make repeating it kind of be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a really weird thing in that it doesn't have, like, a ton going on. There's, like, bass and drums, a little bit of choir, a little bit of strings, and then him. And it's, like, very... I don't know. I feel like it's just a very... Um, I don't know if that... I, I was just watching a video on Absolute versus program music and like i feel like it's a very absolute kind of music <laughs> for some reason in terms of just like it's incredibly like uh chiseled and like feels like very like sculpted in a way that like a lot of a lot of like even other songs on this album don't is it's very like sure of its form and like i feel like i feel like i associate this song with like a musical like golden ratio or something <laughs> I'm Word. Just, like yeah definitely. it goes like verse verse chorus new verse repeat and it's like it's got this kind of unevenness that kind of throws you off but in like a very good way that you want it to yeah um no i mean like it, i think like to me like if it seems like the switch can just happen over and over again and you're fine with it, like, and it's pleasing every time, mm -hmm. I feel like that's like ultimate breeding ground for a good song or like leader, right? Yeah. It's like something strophic. Cause there's like, I don't know if I was talking with you about this, but like, so like as video games like kind of <laughs> evolve, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's more and more video games that hap that are like are about why you die all the time, right? Like, like Dark Souls has it built into the lore that, like, you come back and try again and, like, you're the same person, but you can't die. Yeah. And near Automata, it's like you're just a different version of the same android, blah, 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 blah. And it's, like, very much, um, like, focused on that. I feel like... I feel like I was... I had something to say about this. <laughs> uh, with, like... With... Chord progressions and, like leader and songwriting i feel like there has to be like a reason for the strophic form right 
like strophic form defining it just for everybody is like a ref, like verse, an a, ver, yeah. a, B, a, a, B, verse, a, B, a, B, a, B, a, B, a, B, a, B, right, yeah, exactly. Like, Which so, is something also just like to mention really quick about this song is that it's got there's like nothing to it, right? It's yeah. just like yeah, it's like verse, chorus, a little different, verse, chorus, a little different, verse, chorus, a little different. Like there's no bridge, there's no intro, there's right. no outro, there's no it's just exactly. bum, bum, bum. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the idea that like it can just kind of keep going on, right? And like that, like it's kind of perfectly balanced. Like you said when you talked about the golden ratio, I feel like that has to do with like repeating back into itself well too. Yeah, right. And like Schubert songs are very good at this. I think like they're kind of like the example that we're given in academia when we study like western music is like this schubert song is like one page long with like four repeats but like the lyrics give different meaning to it and there's like a reason for it to be like every time like earl knick or something like that right that has like like several variations of the same thing because there's like a different narrator right or like or um like somebody like a, a, a strophic thing of somebody getting like drunker and drunker right and like or like and like like yeah. some tom Waits shit of yeah. like w- watching an experience of like the unfold. the narrator <laughs> unfold over a repeating thing so that you can map out the change in the narrator right mm-hmm. like i feel like i don't really know what it is about this song but it kind of possesses the same quality of like of fulfilling its own like reason for being repeated yeah like there's kind of like a a why and therefore or like a question and answer kind of thing about it and like the which one is the question and which one is the answer kind of changes right and it does the same thing that the the Jimmy Buffett strangely enough song is which Margarita is Bill. <laughs> it does I fucking the fucking uh, love Margarita Bill, it does dude. the fucking the chorus does that make me crazy it's the first time through then I think you're crazy right. the second third and, and then, then maybe it's I'm my crazy. own damn fault <laughs> <laughs> dude it that's and that's like a very that is like a very Schubertian thing right. is like you you fuck with the thing slightly as right. the story progresses exactly um, Exactly. And like, like <laughs> Margarita villain and Gnarls Markley and Schubert, Schubert, Gnarls Schubert. If I ever fucking like get into <laughs> academia and get to like make classes, I'm yeah. going to have the best fucking titles for shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be like, it's going to be some new school musicology shit. 101, Gnarls Barkley and Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett and Schubert. <laughs> And Palestrina. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's only fucking whatever that... Tri- what is the True Star Plaisir? Mal- what is the Laura May or whatever? Laura May. Laura May. Oh. Uh, Lomar <laughs> 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 The fucking jam of a century, dude. Uh, I'm gonna insert that in like full choir in the background for this oh, part. Yeah, that's yeah. that song's dope. Um. <laughs> All right, let's um let's start thinking about okay. So the lyrics in this one, we've talked about the the form and the chords being just like fucking infinitely beautiful. I feel like that's a good theme in this one. And then we've got the I don't know if like. Hold on really quick. Okay. Cowboy. Cow my cowboy. Holds your, your horses, cowboy. Um lay it on me. I'm I'm kind of a little bit I'm I'm I don't want to blow by 
what makes these chords work. In my mind, it's kind of like the most interesting part because it's like I understand all the components, but I don't mm -hmm. understand like the full effect entirely. Okay. Right? Like there's not really that, like you have like what, like one, three, six, six, five, sus four to five, five right? Yes. Five, and then you have one major one, right? Well, the chorus is the same as the verse, right? No, I'm just talking about the two different musicals. Yep. And then ideas. major one, major one, six, six, three, five, sus four, three, going to five. That's right. Better don't. Does that make me crazy? So Does that make me crazy? There's also always kind of like a D hanging around on the major three chord. So, yeah, you were talking about crazy? that. I actually didn't, wasn't sure I heard that. Let me hear that again. Like in the strings. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my Go back, go back, go back. Because it's right there. But then the strings come in and do more of it. Yeah. So the three is never really like a three. three. Yeah. It's got that major third or major seven. There's like a voice leading happen of like three. Like three, two, one, two over this, right? Like. Da, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just trying to like get all of the shit going on. And then with the two, there's also the sus four. Yep. Right? Which kind of implies that there's some kind of middle voice being imagined here. Can can you play it one more time? I you also keep hearing our doorbell. Does that make me crazy? Go back. Wait, I think it's go back too. to the beginning of the song. The very beginning? There's no sus there. No? I feel like I hear the C going up to D. Ooh. Ooh. Cause then he also sings a B flat. 
Right? So it's like maybe it's ducking out of the way for that. And then I'll be natural. You're talking about, does that make me? Right. Does that make me that GG B flat G? Right. So that there's not like a. Does that make me? I mean, it could happen. You like, don't hear that, that in there at all? Am I just imagining it? Dude, I have, in this room, if I've learned one thing, it's that I imagine all kinds of shit that's in all songs. I feel like it's got to be here. I don't... I don't... Yeah, the strings are all on D. Yeah. And like a really loud G, right? This yeah. one, like middle middle G. This is really kind of annoying me. There has to be a B now. <laughs> is there E flat now? It's like it empties out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's like dude. It's like it does it on purpose. <laughs> that's super weird. But I mean, I guess that's not the biggest distinction because it's like absolutely implied. But like, if it's not heard, like, why wouldn't you make it heard if it's absolutely implied? <laughs> It's like one of those stupid ass piano pieces where they ask you to like hold the chord down and then release one note at a time or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know that like Schumann piece that does that? Yeah. That's like. Well, yeah. I can't do it on this keyboard because it makes noises whenever you move your fingers. But I think that's like Papillon, the end of Papillon, where it does that. It's like an eight note chord that you roll and then you just let go of one note yeah. at a time. That's weird, man. Maybe there is a. I don't know. I don't trust my ears in this room. Um, but I don't. It doesn't sound like there is. <laughs> but I just... I, I can't think of another time when I've heard like a... <laughs> it's like, fuck! <laughs> Go down! Yeah. It goes up. <laughs> yeah. That's very That's, that's infuriating. Um, but kind of dope. Yeah, kind of addictive. Because yeah. I feel like I want it to go down. It's like, un, it's like unsatisfying and I'm waiting for it to satisfy it. You know? It's like an itch. Is that why I like this so much? Come on now, who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? Maybe hearing things and, and them not being there is the biggest evidence for this song being called Crazy. And there's also like an early C, yeah. right? <laughs> That's weird. I just heard that too. It, 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 like in all respects, it should be not satisfying at all. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's that boom right under the. Uh, hang on, one more time.
know why this song is a fucking hit. I feel like... God, I don't know. Like, the drums are really fucking, like, addictive, too. With, like, the boom, 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 And then, like, the just, like, opening up of the chorus with the same chord progression. Like, there's such, like, a release feeling every time the chorus comes in. And they're, like, by all rights shouldn't be. Because it's just, like, same thing. Right. But, like, every time the chorus fucking hits, you're just like, <laughs> Do you think if the major one had been a minor one, that the addictiveness of coming back to one would be still as appealing? No, but I find it hard to imagine that it would, like, make it not as good a song. Like, I feel like that's, like, a really beautiful touch, but I'm not sure it, like, makes or breaks I feel like it. it's a beautiful touch that really strengthens the arrival of one, though. Like, pretty significantly. Like, if it were, like, a Gundam suit, it would be, like, 30% more more optimal. <laughs> Going to the... <laughs> like, just the mystique that it adds, the, the, allure, the aloofness yeah. that it adds to the rest of the entire... All the patterns that start with one. Yep. It's like, you can at least hear it back to one again to check if it goes from major. And this dumbass sus <laughs> that, like, doesn't work. Yeah, because I right? guess there's, like, a suspense that you don't know which one it's going to go to. I, I have a theory. Does and it, that it, make me crazy? Oh, my keyboard died. <laughs> crazy. Does that make me crazy? But, but I have a feeling that the idea of something being addicting to listen to has a large part to do with multiple ways of experiencing one for and like like th there being a drama between the different ways one is portrayed and it doesn't even have to do with like a key signature sometimes sometimes it can just be like five to one versus four to one right mm -hmm. but like just like different arrival points to one kind of being juggled in a dramatic way yeah you know i feel like that really plays and especially if it's just one really really good trick <laughs> right that like like the the more just like I don't know. I have a hard time. Of course, like nobody knows how how much more or less optimal <laughs> the song would be without the major one <laughs> in the middle part. But like, if I had a time machine, <laughs> no. But I mean, like, like I'd go back and <laughs> you're virtually hearing like the same chord maybe eight times versus five times, right? Like, yeah. how many times does it go to major like versus minor? I I don't know. Like, but, like three. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like, it it adds variables of of like like choose like like different outcomes that you, could happen at the end of every sus, even if it's just a one or two, and maybe precisely because it's just a one or two, right? Like, like I also feel like for me, I don't know that I don't know that even after every single time of hearing it, if I expect or don't expect it. I think that might be one of its nice things too, is that I, I, I feel like I'm backtracking because I said this just a second ago, is that we don't know which one it will be. But when I'm listening like to this song, I only ever feel like I'm about to hear a minor one, which is accurate like 66% of the time or 70 something. And then the ones are always just like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, there's something weird about it that it, I don't know if it doesn't get old, but 
it always like breaks the mold freshly each time for me in a way that like like of course i know it's coming and i'm gonna expect it but there's just such a like release to it that it just like it's one of those parts that doesn't really get old i don't know there's something weird in my head about like It is like an itch. It's like it's like I remember that it's coming and I can't wait to hear how it sounds again. It's weird cuz I know how the minor one is going to sound in my head. Like I'm I'm familiar enough with like where we are sonically to be like da 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 dum or whatever. So I'm like I'm looking for this kind of relief in that chord each time to like break what I'm feeling is going to happen. Right. Uh, but that you would never feel that if there was not another option, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's this is a. Um, I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little like we're we're playing favorites on this song <laughs> compared to Patsy Cline, and <laughs> maybe not comparing the two because we like this one so much. I think more. that there's a. I think that there's a very big difference in the style in which they're written. I'm well, not talking yeah. about like the style of songs, but I mean like. Not the genre or the like, but just like the the values that the songwriter put on stuff. I got a, I got a theory to throw though, in trying to connect the two again. Um, you mentioned the infinite earlier, and you mentioned that the only thing that one modulation does for you is make you realize that we could just keep doing that again and again, right? Right. Like, we could go. Uh, fuck this keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cat. If anybody wants to throw me Fix a new it. Casio SA20 100 sound tone bank, <laughs> just just email us at deadairrecords at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Both songs have that infiniteness, though. Like the Patsy Klein really because it's like 1960 and we don't want to get too fucking crazy it only hints at it in a way that i'm sure it didn't even mean to in like terms of like if they add a modulation like it's to show that the singer can go higher and have a little fresh sound right at love the end on of top the song. syndrome yeah looks like the uh <laughs> but she doesn't really even go for like a super high note or anything it's just right. like the same pattern and then it's over but, but right it does hint that you could do it over and over it gives right? you this like oh this is like a, uh, a new idea. Right. And then the this song tonality ends up, is not like the entire world of this song. And then the song ends up with that, that like, we go back to the, or never, it wasn't that. But, <laughs> Something. Yeah. It goes back to the opening piano riff. And it does give me this feeling right at the end of the song that like in a different life, we could be starting the song again right here. Right. Which is a weird feeling, like a weird psychological feeling for a song that I don't think is trying to go for that but it kind of gives me that sense is like and after the course of this whole song playing out that could just go on forever we're a half step up and we're like up here and right, you're there's like, a result right there's like but I feel like the result is different than the equaling out or like the equilibrium that's presented by Niles, the Niles Barkley one. The Niles that one Barkley can keep one going just kind of as it is. Yeah. There's not like a, it's not like an imagined right. hypothetical, like, we could keep going up. Yes. Like in, like, but Which brings me to what I was going to connect this to. Is that two types <laughs> this of... This plug right here. <laughs> is that, or is that not two types of crazy? Yeah. I, feel like I, also, two... I feel like more importantly, it's two types of pop songs. 
like yeah. two types of strophe. But come on, I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do I know. something here. I know, I know, I know you're trying to, That's, trying to push I, it together. I view that as two different representations of the idea of crazy. One is being like, you do something, like crazy in like the whatever clinical sense or like the, the little turn whatever of phrase about it of being like doing the same thing and expecting different results. Yes. Those are two very musical but different ways of doing that. One being you do exactly the same thing over and over and over again, and one being you do the exact same progression over and over again, and you keep trying different keys to do it in, right? <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah. It's two kind of plays on, like, the same kind of feeling, which is just like, oh, this can go on for fucking ever. I would say that what I see is, like, the connection of, like somebody trying to create something out of limited materials, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can, like, if you imagine, like, a dark color getting brighter and brighter, right? You can assume that it goes, like, like, past your vision or beyond your vision in either direction, right? If it's, like, the darkest thing you can see up to the brightest thing that you can see, right? Like, it implies that there's a bigger spectrum. It implies a certain amount of, like... Like, not, I, I guess, infinite, but, like, a kind that where the focus is, like, on the the actual limitation that you witness. Like, knowing that it, it's bigger than you are and that than it, than it appears to you, right? Okay. So, like, the, like for example, the infinite modulation, right? Why, right. why every time a song modulates it, like, is kind of funny, too, is because it does, like... What it philosophically implies is kind of bizarre. <laughs> like, like, it like is very weird. Um, and so common. I and, don't know and so why. Common because it's just like a trick. But like, it's a it's a trick that I feel like people have lost touch of why they do it. Like, I think initially it was like to show that I can sing up here too, right? But which also begs the question: Can you sing up here? <laughs> can you sing up here? Um, yeah, bitch. Versus, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Like you're gonna lose this battle. Um, like, like, maybe that's why. Can you go down? Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, but, but something that begs that that gives that sense of infinite through just its own completion offers a much more stable philosophical package yeah. like the video game that is about why you die all the time right no right like, Barkley definitely has a much clearer feeling of it can go on forever well right and it can go on forever just as it as it's been represented to you yeah. not not like in a hypothetical like funny house of like, of, of infinite modulations <laughs> sure um but but honestly i mean like this is the difference of implying different keys and which ones and how you do it it like rep- it, it it versus going to them. Right. Yeah. Or the like, implication. It's the implication. <laughs> <laughs> it's the implication, everybody. Um, Join us every Thursday for the implications. <laughs> uh, no, that's a that's a good point. I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of ways that that these two can kind of be connected. Through um, the word crazy specifically. Or just <laughs> through anything that kind of calls that imagery up. Because I think, like, the infinite and, like, repetition is a big part of both of these songs. Right. Um, more so Gnarls Barkley to a certain degree. Um, 
What about, I was thinking too, one of the things that maybe Narles Barkley also does better is, well, no, does in a different way. Because let's think lyrically, not lyrically, um, the melodic line of the first song. So in the Patsy Cline one, we've got that, that drop, right? It's a weird melody. I think that's the main takeaway I always think about with that song is like, I don't know. I think it's a very like Bellini-esque melody. It's like very like bounced and, and down and then up. And then da, down, da, and then da, 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 dee, da, da, dee, da, da, dee, da, da, dee, da. I feel like it's very like in my mind. It seems very like bel canto, right? Like maybe that's what I'm thinking like of. It's it's, it's weird in the con- It's weird in the context of like that kind of song. I feel like. I don't know. There's something unique about that melody. Yeah, it does feel like very like Mozartian or something like that. It's got this like very classical style. It's like a crooner song in kind of a very like low key bar room kind of dude at the piano. But that's also like perfect crooner territory, right? Like the like crooners can be come in many shapes and forms. I suppose. But I feel like it is it is like of its own kind and genre. Let me, for what it's trying to be, like the 12-8 like, bar song. Right. And what I'm trying to get at here is it's a melody with like a lot of peaks and valleys and drama in terms of it's up, down, up, 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 Like it's got all these like dramatic tools that can create like a melody that really sticks in your head. Um, the Gnarls Barkley song... The melodic line is, like, so insistent on, like, a p- couple particular notes, right? Yeah, I mean, th- we haven't even talked about the fact that, like, the lead up to the word crazy on, yeah. like, the tonic high up rather yeah. than down, right? Who do you, who do you, who do you think you? Like, there's a, um, it's a much more limited arc but much more kind of exacted one i feel like with with the gnarls barkley it's like it's the chorus and it's the highest note yeah and that's what it's that's the event of the whole chorus it's like the same chords but now like now we're looking at c from above down right Right, because we start out on the low C, do do you? Right, and kept kind of building ourselves up. And then, right. And we just kind of work ourselves out. I guess it does have just as much... I guess what I was I was kind of getting at in a roundabout way is the start of those verses being so like thumping on the one note gives like a certain amount of um what is the word for that? It's not like like insistence, but like kind of a manic insistence. Like that's what I always think of when the vert what? Persistence. Yeah, or persistence or insistence, like da da da. Da 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 da. Some William Tell shit. <laughs> da 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 da. 
And it's got that. It's got like the speed at which everything is being said is like also. It, I, it paints like just in the melody and the words being said and the speed at which they're being it's said. It's out and about. It's like out in everyday life. I remember when I remember I remember when I lost my mind. I feel but like it's got like, like it's got the feeling of somebody like muttering to themselves really quickly, which I feel like is a really beautiful like. Yeah, this is a, this is probably the most. I feel like we forget about the most like like obvious parts about songs. Yeah. <laughs> until the very end a lot of the time. Like we start right away talking about like the tonal implications. But yeah, this is like somebody repeating themselves being like I remember I remember I remember when I lost my mind. Ha ha ha. Bless you. You think you're crazy. Right? Like there's there Dude, is the a ha, certain ha, ha, is like the classic like meme moment in this song. <laughs> 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 Bless your soul. But there is like there is something up with this narrator yeah <laughs> right he's like like so what kind of crazy is this compared to like what we talked about with patsy klein patsy klein's like foolish or naive but is this closer this is to like crazy? maybe like a manic sense with the way that he speaks and the way that he sings and the re- repetition and the arc of of what he's saying and like his kind of like imagined argument with nobody mm-hmm. right like um like Whoever thinks that they're in control, right, is like, must be crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. Everybody's crazy, right? There's there's a very much like a, uh, I don't know, like a, well, if I am, you are I was kind of touch, quality. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough. I just knew too much. It's like a, it's like a conspiracy theorist kind of crazy, too. Yeah, there's a like an anxious energy to it. Yeah, I think can lead into all kinds of things. I mean, I think that you could there's there's grounds to call the lyric content of this song like paranoid potentially as Mm -hmm. well or like proto paranoid maybe. But like very blissful in it. That's what the chorus always brings to me is just this like revelry in like the whatever he's talking about is like the revelry is a good word. It's like you think I'm crazy? Well. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he's kind of making a show of the word crazy, right? And, like, the idea of the word crazy, right? Yeah. Um, And, like, putting it on different people kind of without much reason. Like, I think you're crazy. I think I'm crazy. I think... We're crazy. it, It might very well be, like, a healthy song about the word crazy mm-hmm. or like a kind of de stressing of it that this person who like feels like they're they're a little bit more wired than everybody else right who like obviously has some some kind of shortcomings <laughs> with dealing with a normal amount of energy or like you you know the like is is still thriving in this world and still going about doing their thing like i don't know i think that there's like there's a lot of it's a it's a layered character that's being presented somebody who has clearly been like maybe persecuted for being crazy right um Mm -hmm. who has like also accepted that they might be crazy but then also accepts that other people might be crazy 
right? And that we and therefore we live in like a crazy Who is world. Crazy? Who's right? the crazy one if we're all crazy? It sounds stupid, but I mean like these kinds of like big philosophical questions are usually at the like the bottom part of like a big pop sensation. I mean because they're like worth kind of thinking about. Like in 2006 or whenever the fuck this song came out. Yeah. Right? Like after watching like pop icons pull out their hair or like shave their heads or like go off to a random country. You know, or like all of this, like uh, spectacleism on on people like having quote unquote mental lapses, right? Is like very much fair play for a big popular song, mm-hmm. I think, and that also plays into it. Uh, is like like we never ever really talk about like the the big cultural of the time aspect of these songs, but there there's always that too. We try to. Like, we try to. We try to when we have time, <laughs> which we but never do. there's just do. so many Roman numerals. <laughs> there's so many fives of two to get through. Um, so who who wore it better? <laughs> I think Niles Barkley wore it better. Yeah. I think Niles Barkley's crazy is potentially touching, whereas uh, the other one is kind of like maybe a little cutesy and like... So the i the the idea honestly the idea that it was originally stupid just kind of <laughs> threw it off. For I kind me of wish I maybe hadn't read that out. I don't even know if that's fucking true. I'm on rap genius. I'm on rap genius for a fucking country song. <laughs> stupid. Is there anything just to just to be cute for a last second? <laughs> Let's be cute. Crazy. We've got the whole spectrum of we've got the major sixth down, perfect fourth down, and minor third down in crazy. Are there any other iterations of crazy, crazy for feeling? Crazy. We have arpeggios. We have, an up, we have an up crazy feeling. Yeah, what were the other ones? Does that make me crazy? There's no other ones in. So at least Patsy Klein won the most uses, the most ways to. <laughs> Most different spell, spelling for, out. Oh, we got the we got the, the on the same fucking notes. B flat G. Crazy downward. for trying. Does that make me crazy? I mean, we never also like there is that arpeggio up on crazy for feeling, right? Yeah. And then not, then we have some nice downward arpeggios. Crazy. That's cute. You get the the minor minor the seven. Tristan and his old crazy, crazy, crazy for feeling so blue. I don't know. As nice of a song as it is, I do prefer the Niles Barkley on a on a on a uh, thought provoking level. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, like, and that's kind of the angle that I approach this when we're in here is like. I'm trying to figure out why, because I also like the. I, honestly, I like the Gnarls Barkley more. It probably has to do with the fact that I've listened. But to it, it actually way more and it was in my lifetime. Happened while right. you were conscious. <laughs> yeah. but 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 like can't can't that doesn't count, right? But it's not like a. I don't know. Like it's. I'm. I think that pop music has a lot of uh, oil very close to the ground. If you know what I mean. I really don't. <laughs> like you know how, like. What are you talking? You dig for oil. Are you talking? There will be blood. <laughs> I guess. Um, sure. Sure. 
I just feel like if you, if you just think about it for two this seconds, <laughs> if you think about it for two seconds, even like the dumbest na- na- international oh, no, sensation. It's HW Plainfield. HW. Sorry. This is my son, <laughs> HW Plainfield. HW. This is a family business. I'm a family man. I'm a family man. Damn it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Continue. If you think about oil under the ground. No, fuck oil under the ground. You ruined it. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot of low hanging fruit. I'll switch to another metaphor. Imagine the fruit. I'm even less familiar with fruit. (laughs) God damn. Um, Like, there's reasons that... There's big reasons why these songs attract lots of people, besides the fact that they're, like, lobbied with more money than most people make in their whole life. (laughs) Like, maybe not the first song that we did, but Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Crazy also, though, like, what I got to talking to with somebody is that it was one of the first just, like fucking hits out of nowhere and i'm sure a ton of work still went into it but like this was like their first project together i'm pretty sure and like it but got CeeLo like had had hits before who had CeeLo. yeah but like i think this song was like the biggest thing he still has ever done for sure and like i don't think also fuck you yeah fuck you he had like a a brief moments again in the spotlight with that um, and he also keeps faking his own death, which is <laughs> not fucking cool. He keeps posting yeah. like Instagram stories or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I prefer CeeLo and Danger Mouse as well. Um. Other ones got some some really fucking good stuff. I thought in you it, need though. to prefer any. Of yeah. It. No. I mean, I feel like they're both just for for different moods, and I feel like. Like, honestly, for two different types of crazy, they both represent two different types of crazy, which is kind of what I was getting at in the whole beginning of this, is that, like, the the music of bomp, 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 I'm remember when, is, like, evokes a very fucking different, like, entirely different atmosphere just surrounding kind of the word crazy than the other one does, which is, like, obvious, but it's, I feel like, taken for granted a little bit, is that, like... Yeah. You can change so fucking much. Like, sure. you can change the whole meaning of a fucking word. And you can, like, intuit the the meaning that you know the singer is doing based on... The mood of the song. The mood of the song. Always take the song and imagine it in Silence of the Lambs, if you're confused. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Imagine Niles Barkley's crazy in Silence of the Lambs. And it fucking slaps. Dude, it was just in... Do you remember Birdman? No, I didn't see that. Um, I That song, the trailer for it, I think, had like a half-speed version of the Niles Barkley crazy, and it fucking blew my mind, because I just... I think that was the first time I'd thought of that song since it came out again, and it was just like, boom, boom, boom. It was like a fucking chopped and screwed version. So I was fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Should we wrap it up? Alright. That, that was an attempt at comparing two. Maybe we'll keep doing them. Next Let time, us know if you've got other You compare ideas. two, I'm going to compare three. <laughs> <laughs> Is paparazzi crazier than either of these two? I'm going to figure it out. Paparazzi. Um, we have throw t-shirts. Us if you've got... We have. <laughs> we do not <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. We have t-shirts. We have uh, 
bobbleheads. If you think of two songs, I know a couple people have been suggesting songs and covers of them, which I still think would be a really interesting thing to do. But uh, if you've got ideas for a song and like a counterpart song in anything, not like the same or title. Or the hypothetical billions. The hypothetical to our hypothetical Aww. billions. <laughs> um, if you have like a like a, a nice pairing of something that you think would be would be sweet to look at, you should Shrimp let us know. And white wine. Shrimp bodega. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dead Air Records. You should it's give a us a follow on Instagram. Um, Shrimp run. I'll start putting stuff up there again soon. Um, shoot us an email at deadairrecords.gmail.com <laughs> if you want to send me a Casio SA20. Hey, hey, hey. Um, also, if anybody uh, out there like can think of a reason for for giving us money <laughs> nice <laughs> we're we're i don't know we're we we were t- we've been in having several conversations about taking this to a point where we could potentially like at do, least do pay it a for little... the cost of putting it out <laughs> yeah at least pay for like the 20 dollars that soundcloud takes from us yeah um or like new gear or whatever right like we were we were talking about like what patron patron.com yeah doing that doing um, a getting Patreon. a patronage with patron and um and uh, like yeah i don't, I don't know, know. We're, we're, something... we just don't know a lot about it if anybody knows stuff about it if you are a listener here i'll say this if you are a listener who does subscribe to anybody in patreon or like the fucking what is it kickstarters or yeah. i don't think we would go apply for me. that GoFundMe, or you just ever like have given money to people like tell us tell, tell us, us kind of why, why. <laughs> and if you think we might be applicable because we're, we're like slowly cooking up a, a process here so that like I don't know. Like we were talking about, like maybe like if giving somebody... like Skype lessons, yeah, or like giving or people like, private tracks, or like or just like talking about a subject that's picked by somebody else. That yeah. like if you guys are really like, I don't know. It it still surprises me that people listen to these. Um, but since it seems like a couple people do, like it would be cool to kind of talk more directly and like, I don't know, do like projects kind of like suggested by other people. Yeah. And like maybe maybe money is a way to like ne- like to navigate like a fairness between like how much effort is spent on that like for example like if we do like an hour long talk about a song that somebody picks mm-hmm. right like maybe that would be more money than like a 10 minute talk <laughs> right or like I don't know money is just a very awkward thing to talk about when it comes to this and we have no idea how to do it hence my like very bad bringing up of all of this yeah but it's it's good to bring it up we're like, we're thinking about it and if y'all have any ideas or like have things that you would like to see us do or like reasons that you would want to physical acts that want we can to give Polaroid. money to us you should uh you should let us know um so that's our that's our pitch we have t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I'm gonna we start bringing don't. speaking merch. Do you think existence? we'd get sued by the Cloisters Museum if we started using the little dude from? The, I love the little dude. Yeah, that's our. What's his name? Woody. Woody. You, I think you named him that. He's. he's if you Woody. call him Woody, then I'll call him Buzz. Um. So yeah, hit us up. Hit us up if that sounds like something you might think about doing. If you feel as terribly awkward about talking about money as either of us do, yeah, send us your check checking account. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need routing number and that's Soch. <laughs> that, that sweet, that's sweet, sweet Soch. Uh, no. Thanks for thanks for listening. If you got to the end of this one. <laughs> Wait, can we play out for the end credits some of uh, Crazy? Uh, which one? Uh, first one. Thank you for listening to Dead Air Records. We are back here in the Bronx every two weeks on a Thursday. Crazy. Episodes were produced and made all by us. Crazy. If you like us, show us some support. Give us some love on iTunes. Give us some love on Instagram. Send us some emails. We want to hear from you. We'll be back in two weeks with another very exciting episode. Good one. I knew you'd love me. <laughs> I don't know what this fucking song, dude. It maybe when it was still in my head. <laughs> and then someday you'd leave me for somebody new.